Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Large, Small, and Everything in Between. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about the jobs I would take when I first was getting started. While I spent a good deal of time targeting a specific group of people, mainly doctor's offices, realtors, and other smaller type offices, the fact is, I would take on anything that came my way. As I think back, I can recall tons of super small jobs that I took on just to get some money coming in the door. I don't even know how some of these people found me, because, you know, this one in particular was a marriage counselor, and I know I didn't mail it to marriage counselors, so how they got my name and called me, I have no idea. But the fact is, they did call me, and I, instead of just saying, no, I don't, I'm not interested in your little tiny little office that's five minutes out of my way, I went, and I took a look at it. And when I walked in, I mean, it was only literally a front desk and three small rooms, one for each marriage counselor, because I think there was like three ladies that shared this one office. Uh, and it was a nice little office, but it was tiny. Now, I wound up bidding it and getting it at only $35 a visit. I mean, it was only a small little place, and I... I just picked the number out of the air. I said 35 bucks, And they said yes, and I cleaned it every other week. Now, it was so small, it literally took me like 20 minutes to do this job. So in a sense, I earned like $105 an hour. Uh, that $70 per month that they sent me, because it was every other week, certainly didn't make me rich, but it gave me money to spend on marketing, which would lead to bigger accounts down the road. Um, another little account in the same mode of that was a small little satellite office for the local YMCA. It was about the same size as the last office, like I said, uh, but I cleaned it once a week instead of every other week, and I bid it at $30 per shot. Now, this brought me in about 120 a month for another tiny little job. Again, not a lot of money, but these little ones do add up collectively when you get three, four, five, six, seven of them, which is what I wound up doing, and I just kept getting more and more of these little tiny ones. It's funny because I had a buddy of mine from childhood who used to laugh at me for running around chasing these little tiny jobs. He was starting a landscaping business, and he would routinely turn down small stuff that was only like five minutes out of his way. Now, while I went on to have a solid career, he never made it in the business world, and I can't say it was because he was turning down small jobs. Who knows? He probably had more than one problem as to why he didn't make it, but needless to say, he works for somebody else now. Anyway, on the flip side, I would stumble across jobs that I thought were a little too big for me as well. Some of them really too big. Uh, one job was for a large construction cleanup. It wasn't too far from my office. It was this huge, high-rise, high-end residential apartment complex. It, I don't even know for sure. Maybe 25 stories tall. This has gone way back to the beginning of my business. Uh, but it was big. I was already cleaning one of their other properties, and they asked me to bid this big high-rise construction cleanup. Now, I was probably in over my head by leaps and bounds, but I said, yeah, let me uh, see what I can do. Show me the property, and they showed me the property. And uh, I went back to my office, and I put a pen to paper, and I came up with a price. To date, it's still my largest bid ever, as it was uh, over $100,000. Now, I didn't get the job, but I sure did gain a lot of experience in the process. I only wish I knew what the winning bid was, because that would have kind of helped me out a lot. It would have been interesting to know anyway. But I never found that out. As the guy who had me come out and take a look at the place, he got fired shortly after I put the bid in. So there's no chance of knowing what that number was. 
Needless to say, I would uh, routinely find myself bidding jobs that were bigger than I felt comfortable with. Not as big as that one. That was still the biggest one I ever did. But I had to stretch from time to time and bid on jobs that were just bigger than I I would have liked. Now, I can't always say I did the right thing by bidding these jobs, but I was never really one to shy away from a challenge, and I was committed to making the business grow. And if I made a mistake bidding, it wasn't I was never going to look at it as the end of the world. I was just going to learn from it. That was my mindset. So for me, bidding on those jobs made sense because I knew, you know, this is what I was going to do for a living and I'm going to have to bid those type jobs sooner or later. So I just kind of threw my head into the ring. On the whole, I think it was best for my given situation. The moral here, if there is one at all, is that you really don't get to pick what comes your way. You can market all you want to this certain little group or a particular size facility. But the universe has a funny way of throwing a wrench into your perfectly laid plans. While I only wanted to get these small little mid-sized units in the beginning so I could get my feet wet, um, it didn't always work out perfectly. I mean, it did for the most part. But I sure did get a lot of calls for stuff that was either a lot smaller or a lot larger than I really wanted. But I took whatever came my way to the best of my ability, and I can't argue with how it all worked out. What's best for you, only you know that. I'm not saying follow in my footsteps. You know, I could have been reckless in some ways, you know, because I bid pretty much whatever came my way. But whatever your plans are, are just keep in mind, you're always going to get curveballs thrown your way. So just be ready for them, whatever you do. If you're the cautious type, then focus on just taking the little jobs, as they all add up over time, and they may even lead to bigger jobs through referrals. And if you're more ambitious, then consider the larger jobs, as sometimes you need to step outside of your comfort zone in order to grow. So this wraps up our episode of Large, Small, and Everything in Between. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog, cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.